It's a common misconception that drinking eight glasses of water a day is enough for healthy hydration. It is not, people, but sweat consists of water and sodium, which means that you need water plus electrolytes to stay properly hydrated. Thankfully, there are products like Element that have all your electrolyte needs covered. You can try Element Recharge Sample Pack by going to drinkelement.com. That's drinklmnt.com slash people for only the cost of shipping. Charlotte Wilder. He is a maybe caffeinated Mark Titus. Oh no, this is going to be bad. We're or this might be good. We're I think we're on two different wavelengths today, Charlotte. I uh, you're you're shot out of a cannon. Then you're feeling good on a Monday morning. No, see that's the problem. I'm overly caffeinated and I'm still very tired. <laughs> so I just feel crazy. <laughs> I, uh, who else can relate out there? Am I right? Mondays. Mondays. Oh, Mondays. As she takes a sip of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Are you under caffeinated then? I don't know. I'm. I. I. My weekend did not go as planned. Uh, it was. Um, I don't. Know, I could go into all the specifics. I could go into uh, how I tried to run errands on Saturday, and <laughs> running errands in Los Angeles is like a suicide mission. Just mm. like trying to. I don't know. You. You're trying to like stop like at three places, but they're all kind of across town, and then. That just ate up your entire day, and you're sitting in traffic all that stuff. I could go into all that. I could tell you a lot of specifics, Charlotte. I'll just I'll just cut to the chase. Yeah, what's up? I bought the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight. <gasps> oh and no! And I didn't want to. I didn't want Mark, to. Mark, Charlotte, I had I had two people over that you know. One is named mm-hmm. Tate Frazier. I'm mm-hmm. not naming it. I'm not. I am naming him. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to you're point fingers. Tate. But I'm not, not naming, naming Tate and Jim Cunningham's. <laughs> you know Jim Cunningham's. Wait, you watch the. <laughs> they come over. Of... So okay. here's the pitch. Here's the pitch. I texted yeah. him on Saturday because I had a I had a crappy Saturday because I I was trying to be an adult and like I had some chores and errands to do. Mm-hmm. To I was trying to throw some stuff away. I I had some electronic waste and you got to go to like a specific facility to. So like even the errands I was doing weren't even fun. It was just like responsible stuff. So Saturday night comes around. I'm like, man, today kind of sucked. What a waste of a Saturday. This was stupid. And I thought, game seven's tomorrow, mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. What if I invite the fellows over? Yeah. What if I fellas, reach out? Bring them and, on over. And we, we watch game seven. So I text Tate and Jim, let's watch game seven together. Mm-hmm. They both are like, done, in. Yes, let's do it. And then like 10 minutes pass, and Jim goes, wait, it's at 1230? It's, it was 1230 Pacific. And he's like, that's way too early. <laughs> he goes, I'm... I'm who knows if I'll be up by then? On a, on a I so, love Jim Cunningham. Shout out Jim yeah. Cunningham. He used to produce a show that I was on, and I always felt like we were on the same wavelength, you know, where he'd yeah. be like, no one really wants to be here at this time, but we're here. And <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, thank you, Jim. I I am with you. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the so he hits me with that. He's like, 1230. That's, a, that's pretty early to be getting together. And I was like, whatever, like. I'll be home all day, so if you guys want to hang and watch Game 7 or whatever, I don't know. The the offer's there. Right. Uh, Both of them show up after Game (laughs) 7. That's the least surprising thing I've ever heard. The new plan, Charlotte, was foisted on me. What... uh, Since we're here, like, we should should buy the fight, right? Like, we Mm -hmm. should... We should totally buy the fight. And I was like, should we? (laughs) Yes. And the answer is yes. And long, yeah. Long story short, I get for I I'm I am forced to buy this fight, and then the I buy I I, ne- I almost never get pay per views. I know we've talked about this before. Like I just like I I don't know. I never buy UFC fights. I never. If someone else has bought it, I maybe I'll watch it or I'm at a party right. or something. But but I'm not the guy that does it. So I uh, I don't have I have YouTube TV, which apparently you can't like get pay per views through. Um, okay. I didn't so know that until. What did you have to do to get the fight? So you have to. I Googled. I was like, how do I get the fight then? And then yeah. Showtime is like, yeah, just all you have to do is just get it on our app. If you have the Showtime app, you can just buy it through the Showtime app. So I was like, all right, well, so I download the app. I set up my account. I buy, I, I pay the 50 bucks for the fight because I want to be a good host. No. And the app crashes and it doesn't work. And it doesn't work the entire night. You're and kidding if me. You go, so you... Yeah. 
it was a disaster. It, it was not working at all. So I spent like th the, the as the fight's going on, Jim's like finding bootleg streams, <laughs> and he's on his computer. So you're watching it on a laptop. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, is this 2005? Like I felt like I was with my friends, like watching, like like that's how when when the internet was still in its infancy, kind of, uh -huh. and streaming really wasn't a thing, but it kind of was. And I'd always have a buddy like that would torrents? come over. It was yeah, like yeah, Pirate like, Bay or whatever. Yes, that's what I felt like I was doing last night. And I paid for it. And it was a disaster. And anyway, um, shout out to the USA soccer team, though, for because the fight gets over. And then I, I watched the end of that. And like that that left me with a good feeling. So anyway. Well, I was... mean, you know, you said it. I have some thoughts on you buying the fight. But first of all, I will say you famously said last week, we're back. Yeah, we're, like, we're, we're back. We're, you know who else it might be back is men's soccer in the United States. Oh, let's go. It might be too early to say that, but we are trending in the right direction. Mm -hmm. They beat Mexico. Um, you know, there was stuff thrown on the field and fans were chanting anti-gay, you know, chants. And I'm like, OK, so it's not just basketball. We know that mm -hmm. it's just oh, it was never just basketball. I that know. Was, and it's like, it come on, <laughs> fans are like this has been going on. It's forever. not just anyway. sports, by the way, Charlotte. That's the other <laughs> thing. I think it's uh, it's not just. I think it's the I world know. at large has some problems. I love when let's talk when, about the issues. Let's <laughs> you want it? Should we do that? Should we be a politics? No, I love when people in sports like bemoan the state of fans or of, of sports or the and I'm like, if you think this is bad, like you should read the actual news, man. Like, yep. but so when it comes to a fight, I don't know that I've ever. First of all, I refuse to buy fights. You know Good. that yep. fights scare me. Just talk it out. Why, why don't we just talk it out? Why are we fighting? Exactly. I'm like <laughs> Floyd and Logan. I'm sure you two horrible human beings can reach a common understanding by using your words. Um, no, so I've never bought I've never bought a fight, but I have also never been at a party. You know, there's always a guy who's like, fine, I'll buy it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've never been at one of those where it's worked like and then what it what yeah. ends up happening is that the host stresses out the entire time and by the that's, time that's it might kind of come back like it's not fun for anyone and the guests feel awkward or not awkward but you feel bad because the guy who was like i'll take the fall i'll bite the fight is now freaking out because the fight's not working and it's not even your fault like i have a conspiracy theory that the the things that stream the fights purposely purposely crash purposely yeah. crash Yes, your so showtime. It's all, it's all, no, no, no. It goes farther. You know how people think they didn't actually land on the moon? I think that Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather didn't actually fight. Didn't it fight. Was holograms. <laughs> the stream crashed at convenient times. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just it, putting that out we, there. It, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I was, Showtime has all of my information now. It has, like, who knows? Do they ever call him Showtime Otani, by the way? Probably. I don't know. That'd be a good nickname. That, I just thought make it would a, Yeah, I, I assume so. Because he puts on a show. Uh... Um, yeah, I bought the fight. I'm the sucker. You, you hit the nail on the head. That is my experience, too. Like, when I go to a friend's house, and uh, I, I, I'm I, never the one that's like, we should buy the fight, but someone else will be there that says, let's buy the fight, and then that friend is like, son of a bitch. And, and you got sucked into is, it. You were just trying to watch some basketball, and your I degenerate to watch basketball. friends couldn't get up early enough. I wanted to watch the soccer game, um, which, by the way, uh, talking about the soccer game real quick, and we will read emails, I promise. Mm -hmm. um, the, the It was amazing how much uh, – I don't know how to say this. First of all, I hate the Mexican soccer team so much, and I love that like we that, – that seems to be like the one thing that we as Americans can come together and just like – I don't know. We, we, I, I, all of my buddies were just texting me left. They're like, but but the point I was going to make, Charlotte, is I don't even know what we were playing for last night. I don't even know what, I, what that it, is. It, what is what? that? What it, is it was tournament? so many. It was one of those things that have so many letters. Like it was such a long acronym that I couldn't even. It was like the CONCACAF FIFA FA FA FA. You know, it was the CONCACAF something, but I thought. Like, I don't even know what it was that we were playing for. I just know I hate when we play Mexico in soccer. I hate them so much because their fans are the worst. And uh, I I take great joy in beating them. So I turned it on and watched the end of it. And then Pulisic hits the 
PK, and I was like, it yes. It was so perfect that it was I was like, Pulisic. we did it. I was it jumping was on my so- couch for a game. I didn't even know what we won. I was like, we did it. Ah! <laughs> but that's a point. It doesn't matter what you win in sports. Like, you, no one really – you could win, like, the dinkiest little golf tournament, but if it's someone you've heard of before who wins it, you're like, yes, yes phenomenal. Yes, and yes. someone's like, <laughs> they won, like, free, you know, chicken fries for a year, and you're, like, still very cool. <laughs> <laughs> like still very here for it um yeah i don't know I was, twitter was a little bit of a mess i was watching the uh red sox sweep the yankees mm. at yankee stadium which i greatly enjoyed you know and at some point mark we're gonna have to talk about fandom and cities because i'm a little messed up these days because i really got into this next team i love new york i haven't lived in boston for mm. a while the red mm-hmm. sox still have my heart i find great joy when they sweep the yankees as you know i will always hate the yankees there's a, it's like, you know, we should, maybe we should just like charge people, you know, how they have Patreons where you can do like, what if we charge, or like an OnlyFans, but it's like just charging people where we talk to them about their psychological issues because <laughs> yeah, of their fandom. Yeah. And we're yeah. like, we're not licensed for this. Cause like, I could use that myself. I'm really kind of going it's, through it. It's very confusing. And you probably, talking about the Knicks so much, you probably get a bunch of people from New York that follow you or Knicks fans follow you now. They're like, oh, this girl seems to love the Knicks. Like, I should I should follow her for her New York-based sports content. And then you're like, suck it, Yankees. And they're and like, then, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been betrayed. I've been hoodwinked. How did right, this happen? And I'm like, how's that short porch now, judge? You know, like, yeah. you know, and no one. Yeah, I'm really... It's very confusing. It must be confusing for the fans. I'm, it's confusing I'm for us. It's a confusing. It, it, you get put in those positions as, as someone that covers sports. It's a. Uh, and you're supposed yeah, to have the it's answers. It's like, you know, do psychologists have psychologists? Because, like, as a sports media person, mm. I need a sports media person. You sports you're my fallback <laughs> sports media person. You have to deal with my shit in text messages. I don't know. Oh, I also, man. I'm really excited. It made me even more excited for our fall tour because we're going to go places that I have never been and I have no allegiance to. And I think it'll feel kind of like a clean slate, you know, like I'm not going to have as much baggage going in as a non-college football Mm -hmm. diehard growing up fan. So I think that that might be emotionally healthy. I think that's good because I uh, wear my Ohio State fandom and – my my status as an alum on my sleeve and so yeah, you're gonna uh, you're screwed i'm yeah, in i'm, I'm gonna get pretty. pelted i'm gonna be the united states soccer team getting pelted by <laughs> full coca-colas but when we go to the it south when we, we go, go to <laughs> the south go. the south both of us might be okay is all i'm saying we'll they see. hate ohio state in the south boy do they hate ohio state okay well boy, then they hate ohio state i'm gonna south. be much more popular than you are i hate <laughs> yeah, to break it yeah. here you know well <laughs> You should just um, make that your bid. It's just like you just you're you're the pander. You you just go full. Yeah, obviously, Mark. Like, what, like who would you and then we you... go, we we go to we go to a game that's like a neutral site. Like we go to uh, Oklahoma, Texas, or like Florida, Georgia. I think they play neutral site too. And you're like, I, you're Rob Lowe. You're wearing the NFL. I know. Just I'm, like, just I'm cheering like, for both teams. Here we like, go. Florida, Georgia's in Jacksonville this year. If we end up there, I'm just gonna wear like a Jaguars hat. And people are going to be like, you can't, like, what? Or or I'll just wear, I'll wear, like, an NCAA hat. That's what I'll do. NCAA be the, hat, yep. But I'm yep. also, like, you realize that, you know, Overeager Charlotte, like, I'm going to be obsessed with every city and every school we go to. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. be the hugest Oklahoma fan anyone's ever seen. And then I'm going to turn around and be like, I've never loved a team the way mm-hmm. I love LSU. So mm-hmm. I just want everyone to be... And it's not an act. I'm really going to feel it in the moment. You're going to say the phrase, have you seen anything like this when we're at a stadium with like 100,000 people? And I'll say yes. In fact, I saw that last week when we were at a stadium with 100,000 people. You're like, this is nuts. Like this this many people care about this? And I'm like, yeah. And they do at basically every school. You should just, every time I say something like that, just like record it and play it back to me the next time I say it. There we go. Oh, man. Do we have oh. emails? We do. Did we get we any? What, what if we? What if a week goes by and we didn't get a single email and we just came on here and we're like, well, then we could just it. like keep talking about you know fight etiquette and honestly, Mark, I hate to break it to you, like we could do an hour and a half long show every day and find some like yeah. random thing to talk about. Because I, so. I would, I would probably just complain. I would just complain about <laughs> various yeah, about things. Doing errands in LA. And I will also, say. Uh, I- Okay, go ahead. You go first. You go first. I just got excited. You go first. I just want to say one of the great things about living in Brooklyn is that errands are fun. Because I just walk up and down my street. I don't get in a car. And if you live in the right neighborhood, which not to brag, I do, all the things that I need are within like a two mile radius. So I also get steps in. Like, it's like fun to do errands. I'm like, ooh, I get to do errands today and I get my little, you know, 
tote bag from Did a you, museum hey, or something shit have, like that. Do you uh, living in New York? Do you see people you know a lot? Do you bump yes. into them? All you the time. do. Okay, because this is, I feel like this is a Hollywood myth that uh, I, I, I'm a com- country bumpkin. And when I moved to the big city a couple of years ago, Hollywood would lead me to believe that like you see a pretty girl at a bar one night, like four days later when you're at the grocery store, you're going to bump into that girl. And, and then two days like, later, oh, you Jennifer? see her at the farmer's market. That, right. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh, wow, how weird is this? And whatever. Right literally never happens to me not not see, even just with women like guys to like i i have a bunch of friends and i never I don't even see, see anybody pretty men on the street <laughs> i see nobody um, that's too bad because that's one of my favorite things about being a person like i am i'm just like i'm already such a you know we're like i'm a parent i get so excited i'm like oh my goodness but it's either that or i avoid them completely like there's no middle ground i don't stop mm-hmm. and just like i either seek someone out that i know or i hide behind like the cheese it's <laughs> until they until they leave um but yeah no i see people i know i know all the time um which is you know good and bad depending on the day but anyway yeah. what were you gonna say i just got excited no to i was gonna Aaron. i was gonna say uh this morning i went to uh i've been going to this diner i, I was gonna put a positive note on my all my complaining so <laughs> was that this morning I went to a diner for breakfast that I go to every Monday morning. I I wake up, I go on my little jog, and then I go to a diner for that's breakfast. So that's that's cute. my Monday morning ritual. And I've been doing it enough now, Charlotte, that I walked in, and the guy recognized me, <gasps> and he knew my order. Oh, Mark, I'm so happy and for I, you. Oh, my, that's all I've ever wanted. Oh it's, my it's an God. old school diner. They play, like, they play country music from like the 50s and 60s. That's all they play. Oh, it's, you so you got like Johnny, you got oh, Merle, you got Oh Charlotte. Oh my Oh, oh my god. Next little time I'm in LA, daughter we're this going. morning. Um, oh, and, stop it. And I I walked into that place. I was like, I want this to be my home, but I don't know if it is yet. And I kept going, and then finally today the guys like, "Hey buddy, good to see you again." What's your order, you know, Mark? It's, it's, I'm a basic bitch. Yeah, I know. So what's <laughs> Just get an order? omelet and a little side of potatoes and a, some toast. That's it. And a black coffee. Black diner coffee. That's it. That's all I get. Let's read some emails. I'm excited. Let's read some emails. All right, me too. Okay, so first I want to start out. We got uh, we get a lot of spam emails to our account, which crack me up every time because it'll be like, "Hey Brenda, thanks for signing up for Norton Security." <laughs> I'm like, Who's "Oh, do you I'm think like- people are are putting our email as um as like when they oh, sign up for stuff?" I boy, I, I shouldn't. I, I should have put that it, idea in the ether. Oh, <laughs> we're we're gonna get. Do you know that I've get emails from a cat hospital in Boston, and I've gotten them for ten years, and someone, one of my friends, signed me up for it, and I have no idea who, but I keep getting these like Nova Cat Clinic emails, and they're like, "Time for your your yearly booster shot," and I'm like, "I don't have a cat." Um, I, I'm I just go gonna to... go one day. One day when I'm home, I'm gonna show up at the clinic and be like, "You guys have been emailing me for ten years. Give me my rabies booster. Let's go. <laughs> let's let's roll." Anyway, I, no, I, I don't saying, think that I, I was I was going to tell you this story about emails that are uh, I, I was um, seeing a girl for a little while. We'll put it that way. And uh, mm-hmm. we we had a joint account <laughs> and at a store at a, a, a joint loyalty program yeah. or a joint whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying not to give too much away, but I can still tell the story. So you think it's funny. Uh, whenever I go to the store and they say, would you like the email? Pr- would you like the receipt printer emailed? I say emailed because <gasps> they send it to her. Get out! <laughs> and it's it's like a small way. I don't. Like, I never like think a about little, it. A little. I never. <laughs> I never think about it until um, I'm checking out, and then I'm checking out, and it's like, it, and then the options are like, print the re- print it, or we can send it to this email. And I look yeah. at the email, and I'm like, you know what? Go ahead, send it to her. Let her know <laughs> I'm still what? out there living. <laughs> yeah, let her know I'm buying. I'm buying. Uh, I'm at. I'm at Home Depot. Let her know. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'm trying to think if I. That happened with a few Netflix accounts to me once, where I would just like mess with the algorithm a little bit. You know, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. be like, yeah, I'm watching Restaurant Wars. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so, speaking of spam emails, I don't know if people are pranking us, Mark. I think it's that somehow, you know, when like companies or spam bots like find out that your email is out there and they start just like sending you stuff. Yeah, we yeah. got one though that made me laugh so hard because it was so perfect. It is. It was one of those. Um, 
you know, those like graphic, the, those clearly designed email um, format things where it's like a website in an email. Do you know what I'm trying to oh, say? Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's not text that you can copy and paste. It's right. like a full. And one of it was, um, it was from Owner Time Charters. And it was an all-inclusive crude catamaran charter offer in the Bahamas. I have oh, the link have right this. here. Yes, we have I to know. do this. It's it's a crude catamaran charter. Our crude cat our crude charters are luxury and adventure in one custom all-inclusive catamaran vacation aboard a private yacht with your family and friends, starting at twenty-one thousand per week for up to ten <laughs> or twelve people. Which, if you do the math, not outrageous not bad. for yeah. a week-long vacation. You'll get the whole boat to yourself. Also, though, then you're stuck on this boat with like 12 with other 12 people. people. Like, I know. You got to find even 12 my... people you want to spend no. a week on a boat with. <laughs> God, no. Not even my closest friends and family. We'd all be like, I need some land right now. Uh, this includes a captain, a cook, and all food and beverages. Uh, so anyway, I just think I want to put that out there. That's I know a great idea. I know Dos Equis is sponsoring a college tour. I'm just thinking, what if one week we do like what a if, Caribbean yeah, turn cruise instead? A, a Dos Equis, uh, uh, we, we go on a real cruise. One yeah. of these Corona cruises that they're calling yes. them. Where, yes. uh, was it Royal Caribbean said, no vaccines. We're good now. Yeah, like, it's, you know and, what? And, and uh. We, we do one of those, and we're like, we 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 report from inside the inside the horror show of the it's first the first cruise that sets sail in a post corona world, and Charlotte yeah. and I are on it, <laughs> doing podcasts every day. We're like, we're back, <laughs> ready to go, baby. Yeah. I I would like to do I Mark. I hope that one day you and I just get big enough that we can. Big enough, but also irrelevant enough that we can be the headliners on a cruise for 70-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like we every night we just get up there and we're like, so you know when you go to Home Depot and like and all every the dads t- in the crowds are like, yes, more, we love you, and we just go from like between between like um f- you know uh, North Carolina and Miami and just like back and That's forth, you know, like we just go back and forth. We never go to the Caribbean. It's always kind of shitty weather, but we are up there five <laughs> nights a week, just crushing. And every time they introduce us, we both jog onto the stage. Yeah. We're those types of people that are like clapping as we jog on. We're like, hey, everybody. I'm not going to lie. I have this image of us when we go on this fall tour, jogging onto the stage every t- before every show. So that's already... Just jogging jog yeah, up we're there. Just like, and the other thing, like stand-up comedians, I picture both of us being the types of stand-up comedians to have like a clip-on mic, which to me, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Does Mike Birbiglia do that? I think Mike Birbiglia might have a clip-on mic. Um, where like if I'm being honest, I love Mike Birbiglia, he's hilarious, See, but yeah. that's like a psychopath move to do a clip on Mike because like to me like part of the comedian the stand up experience is like you're messing with the mic handle, you know where you're you're adjusting the the. Oh yeah. Um, I should be careful with my pantomiming, by the way. So I'm trying to adjust. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, what you doing there? Mark? You're always adjusting the mic. Or you're doing or like you know Chappelle does a lot of mic tricks where he'll or he'll hit his leg like with the with the mic as he's laughing. I don't know. So like to 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 have a guy that does not just clips on the mic that to me is like psychopathic but i think that might be our vibe as we come jogging on with like a clip on mic we're like hey everybody and like the and like the box for the mic is in a fanny pack it's not even clipped to us shit what are we gonna do okay anyway all right anyway so i just wanted to read you that we got an offer I don't know. Right, well, it, maybe we'll we should have like a people sports Venmo and people can just Venmo and send us yeah. like cruises. All right. So here's um, here's an email. Uh, do you remember when we talked about the ashes, that trophy? The yes. cricket thing. Yeah, the little, the tiny little one. Yeah, yeah. So Michael Cooper, sorry, Michael Cropper emailed us. Um, and he, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's very long, but basically um, Michael gave us a really great piece of information, which is that the ashes it started because it was like a, they were trolling each other and so i went oh. to yeah so i went to the ashes wikipedia and it is what michael wrote is indeed true the uh, wikipedia says the ashes is a test cricket series played between england and australia the term originated in a satirical obituary published in a british newspaper the sporting times after australia's 1882 victory the obituary stated that the English cricket had that English cricket had died and the body will be cremated and the ashes taken to Australia. Oh, so then I love this. After England England's like, "Oh, is that so?" They win two of the next matches, uh sorry, two of the three on a tour 
A small urn was presented to the British by a group of Melbourne women, including Florence Morphy, whom the one of the players married. The contents of the urn are reputed to be the ashes of a wooden ball and were humorously described as the ashes of Australian cricket. Wow. That so just, it is it just, a joke. It just went from the lamest trophy I've ever seen in my life to the coolest trophy yes. that quickly. Because is that, that the story. greatest thing you've ever heard? That is hilarious. And it makes it that much smaller, that much funnier that it's that small. It's small, yeah. That's uh, that's it, it's just passive aggressive and petty, and I, I just I, I'm picturing that video of the guys flipping each other off on the street, and they're like walking back and forth, and yes. you know, you know the one I'm talking about. Yes. That's what that reminded me of as you were reading it. It's just super petty, super. <laughs> it makes you think. <laughs> was, was cricket the original this league? This oh yeah yeah imagine imagine NBA Twitter covering cricket. And, right, and like all the, the twists and turns of this story. Oh, oof. <laughs> 1880s cricket walked so that the NBA could run. <laughs> yeah. That's what it comes down to. So I love oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, uh, Michael, for that email. That is that is good to know that. Um, I, I might we have to I, I have to watch this now. But what but what what did we decide? I forget that that like we can't watch it because it's like a month long. Right? No, 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 right. <laughs> we're gonna pick one day and we're gonna yeah, do like yeah, the eight right. hour day and we're gonna that's watch right. it. Might That's maybe right. live stream, maybe not. We'll see what the people want. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was a great email. We have another one. Also, I would like to brag for a second. You know how normally I read these from people, and I'm like, I don't know if this is true. I didn't research it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I researched it this Whoa. time. Whoa. So I think that's true. Another thing that I looked into after a tip from a reader, Philip Weinrich sent us an email and he said some very nice things about the podcast and that we make him laugh and it was lovely and thank you philip but he wrote this is with regards to your recent discussion about boat names and particularly mark's brilliant idea of calling your boat the unsinkable two as one does i was scrolling through instagram and i saw this story about unsinkable sam supposedly there was a cat in world war ii that quote served on three ships during the war one German ship and two British ships. All three ships ended up sinking. However, Sam miraculously survived every time. Upon reading this, I was excited, but also skeptical. Is this actually true? I Googled it and found out that the cat is a Wikipedia entry. Nonetheless, <laughs> the history remains questionable. It might very well be just a sea story, but in my world it happened, and Sam is an absolute legend. Ever hopeful, Philip. So I took it upon myself. I went to Unsinkable Sam's Wikipedia page, and... It turns out that this cat, this is probably not true, is what I gained, I, I gathered from Wikipedia, because there are two different, there are two drawings of this cat, and the cat is a different cat in each of the drawings. <laughs> it's just a different cat. It's just yes. a, it's... <laughs> but what I do love is that the cat was on, it was a German cat named Oscar, but then the British sunk that ship and they took the cat, so then the cat became a good guy. Okay. And then they somehow started naming him Sam, but these ships kept sinking. And ironically, one of the ships was sunk by the other ship that the cat ended up on. Like the first ship was <laughs> sunk, and then a few years later, a few are, ships later, the cat ends up on the ship that sunk the first the first one he was on. Are we sure the cat's not sinking these ships somehow? No, we're not. that the cat it's not diabolical, uh, some sort of evil cat situation. Well, They're, I was like, who keeps letting this cat on these boats? <laughs> the way you said that, that sounds like it's part of your act on our cruise ship from Miami to North Carolina. Like, folks. What I'm asking myself is, who's letting these cats on the boats? <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's, that's my time. Thanks, everybody. You've been a great crowd. Thank you. And I'm thinking, did the cat apply on Indeed.com? Am I right? Yeah. So I liked that, but I, I'm skeptical. But I think that we should go with, with Philip's view and say, in our world, it happened. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is the... the uh the the thing about this that is the um spirit of this show is that if it's possible if it's if the, if there's even a sliver of a chance that this could be true and believing it's true makes it more fun then we yeah, believe it I then love we that. believe it on this show I love yes. that. so we, we're going to believe that this cat um is was it the only survivor because i guess that's not it like well, i don't okay, i don't mean to be morbid how long ago was, how long ago was this this was this was world war ii yeah so that's pretty recent that's that's too soon still but it's... i was gonna say i'm not i'm not i'm certainly i don't want to be morbid i'm not like cheering 
for people to have died in these things. But like the story isn't as interesting, Charlotte. If it's like, yeah, the boat was slowly sinking and everyone got off safely, including all the cats and dogs and everything. Then it's like, that's not really that interesting. No. So it's funny you bring that up. I also looked into this. Uh, the German one, you can try to justify it by being like, well, they were Nazis. Um, and then you're like, well, we get into this ethical thing about what whose life mattered. And, Is the you know, cat a Nazi? No, because he became <laughs> Sam. He went from being Oscar with a K to <laughs> Sam. Is it was the cat. When Hitler was speaking and the cat was there, was he raising his hand or is he with the guy with his arms crossed in that picture? You know, like what was the cat Sam, doing? Was he were you in the Hitler? resistance or were you? I need to know. Someone dig up this cat's tweets. We need to know. We need to know. Uh, so apparently on one of them, uh, they, they tried to save the British soldiers, but it was rumored that there was a U-boat around. So only 150 of the 2000 soldiers on this boat, oh, they just no. left him there. But somehow they scooped up the cat and I was like, all right, I, okay, I have that's some not questions. good either. I don't like that either. I, I guess when you put story. it that way, that's not good either. That's like, why we focus on the cat. Well, that's what I'm saying. If this cat was not, if this was a Nazi cat. I have more questions than answers at this point. Maybe he was rehabilitated. Maybe but, he was held accountable yeah. for his actions. Yeah. And he wasn't canceled. He was restored. I don't know, Mark. Uh, here's another one about cricket. I should have read that in this order, but I didn't. This is from Peter Roy Jr. And he says that the guys playing cricket on the random field in Ohio that you saw, Mark. Yeah. He said... Um, he was like, I want you to know that India-Pakistan is actually the biggest game in the world. Um, and he said in Rochester, New York, we have a few large apartment complexes that put in actual cricket fields because enough Pakistani people live there. Uh, and he sent a picture of the field near his house. And he said, my favorite random cricket spot was when I backpacked in Australia. Not surprising to see cricket, but surprising to see a bunch of homeless guys in an alley playing cricket with sticks and garbage cans. They really wow. love it. Wow. So and then I looked into this. In Rochester, because, New York, you said? Mm hmm. Wow, okay. I got yeah. family there, believe it or not. Oh, well, ask him about cricket. There we go, yeah. Okay. Uh, he, so I looked into this, into the India Pakistani rivalry, and apparently it used to be pretty competitive, but India has gotten much better uh, coaching program development, and so they've really been beating Pakistan recently. And an article from a day ago um, was a Pakistani player talking about how we just really need to, you know, the Pakistanis really need to get better coaching. So, mm, wow, wow, so call me research wilder. Yeah, <laughs> how about that? Look at that, digging that up. Yeah, that's uh, there, there's that's interesting. I'm always fascinated, by the way, of uh, what might appear to be unusual. Um, groups of uh, ethnicities in, in certain cities of like, because I think Columbus has a, a large, is it Somalian? I think we might have, Columbus might have had a lot of Somalians and certainly a lot of Serbians because I had a, uh, one of my teammates at Ohio State was a Serbian and um, I, I remember like going out of my way to like try to to help him along or like he was cool i loved him nicola ketzman's his name he was awesome we got along yeah. great but uh i remember thinking like I, that, that would be so weird to be here and like not know anybody and you he spoke like broken english and and all that just to play college basketball and i remember like trying to go out of my way to kind of help him along in ohio and I would ask him to do stuff, and he was always busy. And I'm like, who is this guy hanging out with? And then I found out there's, like, a ton of Serbians in, in Columbus. And he was like, yeah, I got my – he had more friends than I did. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, Columbus has a ton of Serbians. And I was like, what? How? What? And I'm always fascinated by that, that just, like, how that comes to be. And, um, you know, not every story is the same. There's always, like, a, a reason why some – but, you know, you, right. you, don't, you don't think of – I mean, when you think of, like, people immigrating to America, it's like they live in New York, and that's pretty much – you know, like the, exactly. where else, it's, where else does it, what other city has like a large population of something? You're like, you pretty know, much nowhere, but they do. They're that happens with, with Jewish populations a lot. Like I'm always surprised to learn like Cleveland has a huge Jewish population and hmm. you know, like people settle places like Lewiston, Maine has a huge Somali population. You know, it's somehow something happened because I feel like you think of America or you think of any country and you think of their biggest cities. You don't think like, yes. oh, people go other places, but they do. Right, right. And it's super cool to see what they bring, you know, like what, yeah. what kind of amazing restaurants do they have in this place that you would never think they would have that kind of food or, you know, people playing cricket in a place that you wouldn't expect to see that. Um, yeah, it's the American yeah. dream, baby. It's it is, it is. It's cool. So like, yeah, the idea of playing cricket in Ohio, like on the surface, you're like in, in the suburbs of Ohio. But I don't know. I'm probably ignorant, ignorant on the situation. It's probably like, 
of Rochester, New York, or wherever else. It's it's fascinating. So yeah. anyway, it's really cool stuff. There you go. Uh, I think that's our last cricket email um, this week, but we did have a few emails about maps. Uh, must be doing Love something it. right. Let's go. All right, from Ty Cobb, he writes in a lot. Shout out, Ty. What's up, Is man? Is this the real uh, Ty Cobb? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I have my doubts. <laughs> it's from Tyrus Cobb, but he signs his emails Ty, so I call him Ty. Uh, we're very close. Um, he's a Charlotte. Please tell Mark that I also love maps. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I too spend time on Google Maps just browsing, but honestly, there's nothing better than a big wall map. I used to live in Palm Springs working in real estate, and my girlfriend bought me a six foot by eight foot wall map of the whole region. The thing is freaking huge and beautiful. Unfortunately for the map, but fortunately for my sanity, we moved to a place that isn't 90% retirees. So the map sits unused in its giant tube in our laundry room. Uh, there's a line break and then a new line that just says, do you want it? (laughs) (laughs) It's a map of what now? Of Palm Palm Springs? Springs. A six foot by eight foot map of Palm Springs. Of just Palm Springs. That has to have like every, everything in Palm Springs then. Because Palm Springs is not exactly a a massive metropolis. I didn't know that it could fill a six foot by eight foot map. I I know you have a blank wall in your apartment. I don't know how to answer this because I... I don't want it, but I definitely want to look at like, yes, but I also like, I'm not going to hang it up in my apartment, but I do want it. If you're, I definitely don't want it. Oh man. Ty, let us know. Can you send us a picture? Can we get some eyes on this thing? Ty, yeah, let's go. (laughs) I need more information. Yeah. Mark needs to, he can't decide right now. I love maps too. Ty just opens it up and like. Hey Titus, you uh, next Saturday you want to get together and just look at maps? And you're like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big map kind of. Yeah, that'd be great. Here, as long as you don't, our... me, don't make me buy the fight at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the other map email here because we had one. Um, hold on, let me scroll through here real quick. Um, I'm trying to do this in some sort of order. You'd think I'd have put them in that way. Um, oh, here we go. Honorable honorable mentions, accents, and maps. This is from Brian Gate. Hi, Charlotte and Mark. I'll have another Titus. <laughs> in your conversation... <laughs> You're never living like I'll that. I'll never live... In our, con- <laughs> in our conversation... In your conversation about pilgrims and revolutionary times, also, I just want to stop right there and say, how many podcasts do you think, like sports podcasts, get emails yeah. that are like, per your recent Salem Witch Trials conversation? Yeah, yeah. by the way, like, a lot of times when you read these emails, it takes me five seconds to remember what... <laughs> Like people, <laughs> I would love that if, if people start writing in emails and it's like per your conversation and it's about something we definitely never talked about, Yes. <laughs> but they're trying to trick us into thinking we've talked about it. Cause like we would think that we had to be like, I'm trying to think Do of a, what a good one would be, but we've hit them all, you know, like per your conversations on comedians on cruise ships that you aspire to be. It's like, yeah. uh-huh, no, we did that. Um, Anyway, so in your conversation about Pilgrim's last revolutionary times, Charlotte mentioned that it would be funny if they all had Boston accents. This reminded me of an idea I've had for a while about a Boston Tea Party movie. The cast would include the Wahlbergs, Afflecks, Matt Damon, etc. There would be tons of veiled references to the Sox, Dunkin' Donuts, and Kevin Garnett. Lots of great lines like, mm. we're going down to the harbor and we're throwing all the tea in the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was written in a Boston accent. He says... <clears throat> Anyway, I also identify with Mark's love of maps. Yes. <laughs> I'm the guy that will wonder how big the Pentagon is at 2 a.m. Flip on mm-hmm. Google Maps. Turns out it's bigger than the national parks in D.C. I know mm-hmm. that now. Love the pod. Keep up the good work. Brian Gate. I was last. So last week was Indy 500. Uh, and I must have sent out pictures of the things that fit inside <laughs> the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which are very, very popular that time of year for those of us from Indiana. Um, did I send you one? I can't even remember. I sent them. I sent them to everybody. <laughs> just like you, you had sent them to me before. Or so I, I showed you, you one. I think on the show, be... I was like, I was like, look yeah. at this. The you'd the, already sent it to me. The vat. The entire Vatican City fits inside, and and uh, every Big Ten football stadium fits inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You can put them all in there, and stuff like that. So I love, I love that he brings up the Pentagon because that was that was all I was doing. Um, last week was just finding. I was I was on the search for new pictures of stuff you can fit inside Indianapolis Motor Speedway. <laughs> By the way, the whole time the whole time you've been talking about these maps, I just like pulled up Google Maps and I'm just kind of like 
moving around and zooming in and whatever I know, else. I could tell because you're looking off and in a different direction from the one you normally look in. I was like, he's he's Googling something. Should we spend more time talking about North versus South Hemisphere and how, like, I mean, I guess I always knew that, like, 70, it's got to be 70-something percent of people, more than that, live in the Northern Hemisphere. But just from a... <laughs> From I don't know if evolutionary is the right word, but the the what do we have? We had the uh, what was that called? The uh, the one when when all the land was in Great one migration. area. No, the Pangea. Well, the Pangea. When the Pangea split, it's not. It's not the Pangea. The Pangea. When the Pangea chose to when the the Great Divorce is what they called it. The Pangea. The Pangea uh. looked at Africa and said. That's enough. I would like to do my own thing now and you split. You are killing me today. <laughs> That's my time. Thank you. <laughs> um, what, how, how, Charlotte, how does it make sense from, like, has science figured out why there's so much more land in the north than there is in the south? I don't know. Like, shouldn't it be evenly distributed? How did this happen? Why is, but I guess Antarctica is in the south. That's a lot of land down there. <laughs> I'm looking at this map like, there's so much going on up north and like nothing in the south like put some more stuff in the south what are we doing i am still stuck on i took a sip of my coffee right as you said i need we we think i think we need to spend more time talking about the northern and southern hemispheres (laughs) here's uh, one that sort of perplexed me but i uh anyway the subject line is just ugh and it's from a guy named trace williams and the only thing that the email says is i'm a clippers fan roast me Okay, um, well, you won game seven, so congratulations on that, but literally nobody cares. Uh, I live in Los Angeles, and the Los Angeles uh, – a professional basketball team with two all-stars and one guy who might be one of the 20 best players of all time um, just won a game seven yesterday, and not a single soul in this city cares. Um, Also, you're not even interesting as a villain because the Brooklyn Nets exist now, so, like, that's not – no one's even cheering against you either. It's like – complete disinterest and apathy towards the Clippers in every way. No one likes you. No one hates you. A lot of people forget you even exist until we turn on the TV to watch Luka Doncic and then Luka loses. And now you're going to play the jazz and I'll watch because Mike Conley plays for the jazz and you might even beat the jazz, but honestly, no one in America cares. Nobody cares. So there you go. Is that good enough? <laughs> you know, part of the thing, part of our act on the cruise ship will be that people tell us their fandom and then we just rip them to shreds. Yeah. yeah. That was beautiful. There you go. That was, Thank you, uh, Mark. It was definitely a bit, too. I definitely don't think any of those things. It was just me. Yeah. Off the cuff. Okay. All right. But Clippers, Clippers, Nets, being really good in a city where no one cares about them. Mm, mm. Mm. This I like is me the, doing a handshake. Of the handshake. This is me planning a tweet in real time mm. in my head that I'm going to send never. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What else are we working with here? Ben Kula sent us an email. Tennis, winning down two sets to none. He says, Mark was asking about how frequently players come back from two sets to mm-hmm. none and win. I played tennis my entire life and coached at two high schools, and my day job is to analyze data, so this might be the perfect opportunity to answer the question for you guys. Looking at a random website for men's tennis, they say there's been 485 times a player has come back from two sets down to win in a Grand Slam. There have been a total of approximately 25,000 Grand Slam matches in that time, meaning that 2% of all matches result in a two-sets-down comeback. That's, that's more than I thought, to be honest. That's, a, that's, that's enough. Yeah, yes. that's good. Okay. So he says, but that isn't Mark's main question. The real question is whether a two-sets-to-none lead comeback is equivalent to the 3-0 or 3-1 main four sports comeback, as well as understanding what percent of the time it happens once that lead is established. Ben sounds very smart. Yeah. He says, I didn't find any websites easily giving me this information, but I did a sample of the last few Grand Slams to get a good estimate. Out of 127 matches in each tournament, approximately 62% of matches, approximately 79 matches, have a two sets to none lead. Of these, 7% end with an upset of the player down two sets to none, coming back and winning. Anyway... Based on my review of the four main sports, this is a little more frequent than being down 3-1 or 3-0 in a series, but not significantly so. I say that it's a pretty fair comparison to coming back after being down 2-0, and we need to start memeing players who blew a two-set lead on Twitter more. Hope this helps. Love the pod. Ben. 
Uh, I just see now that Jokovic did this today. Uh, in that's the French pretty wild. Open. So how about that? What are so the that's chances? Relevant. I that, that's enough. I've seen enough. I've I've been told enough. That's that's awesome. I Isn't just need that to know that it's math too. Yeah, like shout is, out Ben. Good job, Ben. Um, that that's all I needed. I just wanted uh I just wanted to know that there's a reason to keep watching when a guy's down two sets to nothing, and that you, you don't take it for granted that um you know. And now over. we know there is. And now now yeah now I know I can keep watching. So there we go. That's all I awesome. needed. Good job, Ben. Um, thanks, Ben. Shout out, Ben. Lucky students, Ben. You sound like a great teacher. Uh, I have two more emails to read. The first is one that I texted to you because you are very locked in on college basketball. Yeah. I am not. Did you text it to me? <laughs> yeah, th- I, I, a little while ago. Um, oh, oh yeah. yeah. This is the one where Susan Brewster, who wrote in about naming her dog, her dog, her boat, or her mom named a boat after a Norse god or something. She says, uh, it's Quickie on Bayheim. Hi, in addition to the geek and nerdery of the last email, I'm a Syracuse fan. FYI, Jim Bayheim's older son, other son. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you just is joining the team from Cornell. So I give Jim through Buddy, Jimmy, and JG the third time. At, at, I don't really understand them. But anyway, she was just chiming in. You heard it here first. And I texted it to Mark. And I was like, did we hear it here first? Or is, it, is Susan yeah, Charlotte, tipping us off? Or is Charlotte, this known? <laughs> she, she thought she had a scoop. Uh, yeah. the, that <laughs> but it's, no, that, that's kind of the, 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 the thought, the prevailing thought is that when Jim Beheim's kids uh, stop playing for him, when they graduate, he'll retire. But also, I don't know. You could, there, there's a big pile of uh, times people have said, when Jay Beheim does this, then he'll retire. So throw that one on top of the pile and we'll yeah. see. Because right. he also said he's going to coach till he's 80, but then I don't know. He might be 80 right now and no one knows it. He could certainly <laughs> be. He could, he Remember when 80. I went on a deep dive on his wife? <laughs> that was normal. Uh, all right. Here's the last email I'm going to read today. The subject line is daily morning show. And it's from someone who doesn't want me to read their email. I don't know why, because it was very nice, but <clears throat> I'm Wait, reading doesn't this. want you to read the. He doesn't want you to read this. I mean, this? sorry, no, he doesn't want me to say his name. Oh, uh, okay. So we'll call well, yeah, him Gary. That's fine. And yeah. it's not like someone I know or someone you know pranking us. It's like someone who's just like, "Hey, I'd rather you not use." My I'd rather. Name. I'd and rather I not. Like, like I. <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, all right." So I won't. I won't read your name. But uh, I'm reading this so that um, you know anyone uh, looking to put us on a major platform hears it because he says, "Hi, Charlotte." This is me ending on one of the nice ones. Okay. Okay. Uh, Gary, I, I thought I was going to say is like Gary, the, the Gary, your, mind, no. your mind goes to like, he's trying to just protect himself from something or other and doesn't want to dox himself, whatever. And it's probably just as simple as like, I don't want people to know I listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like no, my I friends find out that I'm listening to you guys. <laughs> Mark, I'm going to be honest. I don't know who this person is. It's not someone you or I know. Like it's okay. just someone who doesn't want okay. to be public, which God bless him. Um, shout right. out Gary. Anyway, he says, hi, Charlotte and Mark. Love you both and love the show. Heard you guys joking about being top dogs at Fox and having a big studio show on the Brad Stevens pod. <laughs> just want to say, since this show began, I felt the chemistry befe- t- between you guys mm. and see this as a daily national TV morning show someday. <laughs> Hope you guys don't sell yourself short because it is a little goofy, but that's what makes it great. Keep doing your thing and I'll be rooting for you. The, P.F. Char- P.S. Charlotte, if you felt like reading this on air, feel free to not use my name. LOL. Ever hopeful. And then new email. And Titus has to keep his haircut if this is going to happen. That part yeah. is on you, Charlotte. I've been drinking. LOL. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 there are a few problems with with this. Number one, um, I would have to I'd have to cut my hair regularly. Um, number two, morning show. Uh, you. You can't wake up that early, Charlotte. You're not getting up early to do morning show. Obviously, you know that. We would do great on late night. We would do great at like 1 a.m. on FS2. (laughs) That's when we would do great. And it cuts in and it's just like, like all the commercials are just, uh, you know, for some like power glove that you can use when you're like bass fishing. And like... (laughs) (laughs) And they're, they're so personalized that they do say like, hey, Gary... 
you need a power glove when you bass fish, right? And you're like, who's watching this? And it's like, it's one guy. It's Gary. It's they've done email. the demographic studies yeah. and they're like, we know, we know. The only reason you're on air because we have literally nothing else to put there. No, I. that's one of the things I've been meaning to bring up to you, Mark, is that I love if you like during the playoffs, I watch a lot of, um, you know, not to shout out another uh, a competitor, but because basketball is on ESPN a lot mm-hmm. it, during the day, if it's just, if the TV's just like still on, they have the most absurd ads from like 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. to 4 p.m. You mm-hmm. know, it's like these it's um these weird razors or like, you know, insurance that you can't they're not allowed to legally put it on the Internet. So you have to call if you want a certain they kind say of insur- that in the, and they say yeah. that. In the ad. they're like, we're not illegally yeah. allowed. <laughs> they're like, we can't put this online. So you have to call. And the whole ad is just the number on the screen. And I'm like, what is going on? I, that's my dream for us. Yeah. I, I I think that's that's nice. I just I I'm worried about I'm worried about having to have my hair cut. I'm worried about um No, no, I'm, no. I'm also frankly worried about like giving I, I don't want to have I don't want to be given too much because I think I work best when I'm a little disgruntled and I have something to complain <laughs> about. You know? So if I'm like giving the world on a silver platter at Fox and they're like, Yeah, you're you are we'll give you whatever you want. I'm like, no, Please, I'll just compl- I complain then about that. Then you'll be disgruntled about that. Are you <laughs> kidding me? You could have any- there like, is no world in which you are not going to be disgruntled. Don't worry about that. Something to gripe about, Charlotte. I need to be like these people don't respect me. They're not paying me enough. They're not this. <laughs> that's when I'm at my best. You, but when you're start- such a your brain works to the point where you'll be like they're paying me too much. I'm not worth much. this. What are we doing here? <laughs> I don't deserve any of this. And then it'll fuel you, and you'll just be better at your job. Um, I do appreciate the email. I appreciate the sentiment. Uh, I enjoy doing the show with Charlotte. It's a lot of fun, and I hope uh, people that listen like to do it too. And um, yeah, I, I, I thank, I tell your mom thank you for the email. Um, and hopefully, <laughs> we can, uh, we can make Mark, this happen. I sent we can put it. it on television someday. But uh, I sent this email to us. Also, uh, the the TV side at Fox is different from the digital side at Fox, and. I don't know the TV guys super well, but I imagine if the TV guys were, if, if we, we were given an hour of programming at, at any time on any Fox property mm-hmm. and we spent 10 minutes of it talking about the North and South Pole and why there aren't more, <laughs> we are getting the ax so fast. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. All I'm saying, you know, people <laughs> but, respond well to authenticity these days. So don't cut your hair. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. It's like it's like I said with Rosenbaum when we were we were, we were trying to get this off the ground. Uh, would we be the worst show on television? <laughs> no. The answer is maybe, but we're not certain that we'd be the worst show on television, and that has to give us hope. That if, in and of itself is worth trying. What's more rare? What, or like, what are the chances? What, what are what are? T- tell me which odds are higher. Okay. Uh, a, a, a tennis player coming back from down two <laughs> or us being. Not the worst show on television. <laughs> hey, Ben Kula, run the numbers, buddy. Run the numbers on that one. <laughs> run the numbers on that one. Oh, man. Well, you know, that's all we got today. That's Send it. Send us emails. Send us emails. Send us more emails. Um, and, and, and you know, if there's something you want us to talk about this week, sure. like, we're taking suggestions. We do take suggestions as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back later in the week. Thanks for listening, everybody.